Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategies. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. All right, I've got a 21-day money challenge I'm gonna drop on you on today's episode. You know, a lot of people have found success with 21 days to change a habit where you do, a, say, a fitness challenge or a nutrition challenge where you try to lose some weight or physique change. And 21 days can really make a difference because it can give you a short period of time of where you see the light at the end of the tunnel and you can maintain your focus and then you can see some results and, and build some confidence and, and some quick wins. I've got a 21-day challenge in the money department that I'm going to drop on you. And I think that this will help you guys just make some um, changes that you've probably been thinking about making, you know you need to make, but you haven't done it yet. Let's get focused and let's start changing the long-term trajectory of your habits so that you guys can start building some indestructible wealth. But first, you know how I do it. I drop my, uh, you know, what's happening frustration-wise typically, right, in my life. <laughs> I mean, that's the fun part, right? Like if I just told you everything's fine, everything's great, how boring would that be, right? You guys, we need uh, polarity in our lives. This morning, Tyler had his first, that's my 11-year-old, he had his first sixth grade football scrimmage before their first game drops, I think, uh, in two weeks. And uh, he's third string quarterback and supposedly was supposed to be first string defensive end. The first 30 minute segment goes by and he gets in one play very end of the game on the quarterback position. Oh my God. I'm like, you know, Karen and I are looking at each other, like freaking out. What is going on? He's not playing. This is awful. Right. I need like, I'm need counseling. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, I need to call a counselor professionally for this. So he gets in and they, Design a pass play. He's got a really good arm. He hadn't warmed up at all. This is his first throw out of the shoe. Boom, interception, right? Oh my God, Karen and I are like, we're dying, <laughs> you know, dying not in a good way. So then they play another 30 minute segment. Things dramatically got better. So we, uh, our mood is much improved. And I, I'm not going to speed dial the counselor quite yet. So we'll save that for probably later on in the season. Competitive sports parents, you know, we want our kids to be successful. We want them to have fun. We want them to showcase their skills. Oh, man, I'm hoping that he finds his sport, finds his way, develops into uh, you know a great athlete so that we can uh, cheer him on, you know, give us something to do entertainment wise, right? So I'm sure you competitive parents out there, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, right? We want to put our kids in the best possible position to be happy and to enjoy life. Having the kid that uh, dominates the sporting events, like, I mean, that's just us trying to live vicariously through them. That's not productive. Bottom line that I've come to realize after my oldest son, you know, wasn't, he isn't that interested in sports. He's more like into technology. It's just, look, you know, I have to release my expectations for our children and what we want them to do or what we think that they're going to become and just embrace the natural God-given talents that they've and interests that that they've been given. And so I have been doing that with my oldest. In fact, he does a lot of the filming for me for my videos for this platform and edits them. And he's edited all of my podcast videos and uploaded them. 
Um, so it's really, you know, really given us a chance to bond in that regards. You know, with Tyler, I go out into the backyard, we play catch, you know, we do all that. We shoot hoops. John, that's not the case. And so, you know, we're just trying to figure out how do I just embrace them for what they're interested in. So anyways, dropping a little parental indestructible parental advice on you guys. <laughs> so I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm learning. I got a long ways to go. Let me tell you. So let's get to the 21 day money challenge. The very first one I'm going to drop on you is eight things here that I'm going to give you eight things to focus on that are part of the 21 day challenge. Some of these are tough. Some of these are relatively easy to do and also easy not to do. The first one is no online media distractions. Now, what does this look like? Because I was going to say, plain and simple, no pornography. Okay. Now, I know that there's a lot of you listening that don't do that. And I know there's statistically, there's got to be a bunch of you that are listening that do. Look, there's no judgment. However, that is draining your energy and your focus. You're not going to become the best and most productive person that you are designed to be when you're draining yourself and all your energy with that kind of focus on that sort of thing, right? This also includes the reason why I said it's not just pornography. I'm going to include Netflix. Oh, I know that's going to suck, right? 21 days and no Netflix. So we're taking out pornography, we're taking out Netflix, and we're taking out aimless scrolling. I'd like to take out scrolling altogether, but I know a lot of you do it, you know, intentionally for your business where you're trying to learn and you're trying to engage. Okay. So you got to have to, you're going to have to figure out the difference between productive, intentional scrolling where your purpose is to create engagement and to build up your social media cha uh, chapter, maybe support your team with some encouragement and positive comments, just aimlessly scrolling. Netflix and pornography are not serving you and they're draining your energy and attention. Instead, I'd like to have you submit, transfer that energy and focus into financial coaching, financial education. And it doesn't have to be just this platform. Although this is a great place to start, I want you guys focused that energy on learning more about the money game for the next 21 days. If you want an incredible resource, Go to my website, myindestructiblewealth.com. I bet a lot of you haven't taken any time to read any of my blogs or vlogs, right? Video blogs that are on my site. So you're going to be able to go to my site and read. There's 25, 30 blogs that I've written that are all on there. It's a consider it just a mind dump of my knowledge and wisdom that I've accumulated about this subject. You go there and uh, just let it rip. A lot of the blogs won't take you but you know a few minutes to read. That'll make a big difference for you in your financial education. And the more that you know on this subject, the more educated you are, the better decisions you're going to make. And the quicker we're going to get to that end goal, which is financial freedom, retire early. Retire early. That's fire, right? Financial independence, retire early. Okay, let's just call it fire. We want to retire young so that we're able to enjoy our money now instead of waiting till we're 65 or 70 when we're not potentially in good health or we're potentially not even alive, okay? Let's, um, let's take out these energy suckers, okay? Number two, no restaurants. Bam, not even for lunch, not for dinner, 
no restaurants for 21 days, meal prep, cook at home, you're going to save so much money. For Karen and I, in our, the beginning of our wealth journey, rarely did we go out to restaurants. Maybe it was like once or twice a month on like a Friday night type thing, Saturday night, once, you know, once every other week. But for the most part, you know, we just stayed at home and, um, you know, learned how to cook and grill and save so much money. You know, Dave Ramsey, this is one thing where I do agree with him on. He said that, you know, when you're trying to pay down debt and you're trying to, you know, really aggressively attack debt, you should not see the inside of a restaurant. And I'm totally aligned with that. 21 days, guys. Uh, you're going to save a few hundred bucks right there, I bet. Okay. Number three. Now start a side hustle. What's your passion? What's your passion? Because you've got to increase your income. So let's let's start doing this now. Let's start doing the figuring this out. I mean, you don't want to rush to start a side hustle because you don't want to rush into something that may not be a good fit. But look, if you've been thinking about doing the side hustle, you've got something in mind. What are you waiting for? Like pull the trigger, take action. Let's go get off the fence. There's no like time is just going to keep passing you by. You got to take action. You got to be aggressive and proactive. Start that side hustle you've been thinking about doing. If you've already got your side hustle, then my suggestion on point number three is to learn a new skill that's going to help you accelerate your income inside of that hustle. You could take a course on how to be more effective on Instagram, or you could take a, a course on how to, you know, learn any like new social media platform, or you could hire a coach. Have you thought about, um, you know, getting a coach to give you some specialized knowledge in terms of developing skills inside of being able to promote your business more effectively? That's what I would be doing. Learning digital marketing Guys, it is the future of business. It already is the future, but it's only going to escalate in the future of what it is be, will become, right? Let's focus on that for point three. Number four, transfer high interest credit card balances. If you've got high interest credit card debt, ah, oh man, that is like, it's impossible to grow wealth. Literally, I'm going to say it. It's impossible because as an investor, even a really good investor, I mean, it's really difficult to consistently get over 10% returns on your money. It's hard. Can it be done? Certainly. I mean, the best in the world, Warren Buffett averages like 20% a year for the, like the last, you know, 60 years. And he's a genius, you know, think about that. I mean, the one of the best in the world gets 20% um, yearly average. What makes you think you're going to do much better than him? I, I don't think that you probably will. I don't expect my expectations are, I'm certainly won't. I may have a year where I beat that by a lot, but on consistently year after year after year, that's tough. Higher interest credit cards, you know, you're usually at above 10%. So that means if you pay those off, you're immediately getting a 10% return on your money. And if you don't pay them off and you try to invest when you've got high interest credit card debt, that means you've got to outpace your interest with the returns on your investment. So in other words, you've got to make, if you've got interest rate on your credit card is 10%, that means you've got to make 11% or more just to outpace or outgain that cost of that debt. So get that. let's get that debt attacked. Let's get it for the meantime, in the next 21 days, you're probably not going to pay them off if you have it. So transfer those. There's a lot of offers where there's 0% intro APR offers where you can get balance transfer or something to that card for 12 months, 18 months, 24 months. Typically there's a balance transfer fee that you're going to have to pay to do that. However, take a look at what you'll pay in interest 
over the next 12 months. And then what you'll save in interest by transferring it. And I'm betting pretty substantial amount of money that the savings, what you'll save in interest will outpace any cost that you have of transferring that money over. Let's focus on that. That's step number four. Step number five, cancel your online rarely used membership fees. I know that you've got them. They're there lurking on your charge card or on your auto PayPal payments. You're paying on stuff that you're like, ah, not using it right now, but I might use it later. Or I've used it in the past, but you're not, you, you haven't used it for a few months. Get rid of that stuff, you guys. Those little $20, $10, $20, $50 a month charges, that adds up. I mean, $50 a month or $600 in a year that you could save that 600 bucks and put it into some Ethereum, Bitcoin, or some really good altcoins, man, like think about that. I always think about that too. Like, man, if I save this money, what could I do with it? That could then amplify the returns. I was paying a ton of money on my cable bill and we weren't even watching cable. I just didn't want to mess with it because I didn't want to take the time to make the call. And I was like, ah, there's probably nothing that I'm going to be able to do. Make the call, tell them that you're canceling. That's what I always do. And then they always give you an offer to try to keep you. That's what I would do is threaten to cancel. Typically they won't call your bluff. They're going to try to salvage you. Or you could just say, look, I'm canceling this. If I don't get my bill down, this is ridiculous. That's how I would probably put it. They gave me a package offer that was on a promo and they dropped my bill by like $200 a month. Now where I'm at in this stage of the investing game, saving 200 bucks a month doesn't really do a whole lot for me, but statistically percentage wise, still that's $2,400 a year in savings by just making a 10 minute phone call and cutting out a few channels that we weren't watching anyways. So it was just restructured the bill. Another thing that we did, um, we went to the Verizon store and then, you know, I went to just check out upgrading my phone and it turned out with the package promo that they had going at the time, we were able to upgrade, get new phones. And we cut our bill down by like, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks a month. So Take a look at restructuring any of those types of auto bills where you have packages that you could be you know, potentially taking advantage of current promotions that may be offered. Number six, I want you to save up minimum of $500 in cash over the next 21 days. If you do the things that I'm talking about up till this point, then this shouldn't be a problem. What I want you to do with that cash is get a safe and put that cash in your safe. You want to start building some cash money greenbacks that are just sitting in your safe that are doing, obviously we know that they're getting devalued by the amount of government printing of money, but we want to have some cash. It gives you a nice warm and fuzzy and confident feeling having some cash sitting in your safe. There's something emotionally charging about that that gives you confidence to keep going with your financial plan. Just having it there and not spending it is amazing. And this is going to create the feelings that you start needing to start taking the actions and continual actions that you need to create the results. So we really want to have those. We really want to be working on making yourself feel good about your progress. I think $500 in cash saved up over in 21 days. That's incredible. Now, if you're at a higher earning level, then, you know, you need to then challenge yourself. Maybe $500 is 
really not enough for you to take on a 21 day challenge. What's that number for you? Going to stretch you, but also give you a goal so that you're going to cause you to really maybe get a little bit uncomfortable, have to make some changes to get to that point. Okay. Is that a thousand, 5,000 in cash? I don't know what that is, but I'd say aggressively attack it, get that cash in so that you have that nice emergency fund sitting right there. Number seven, I want you to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Now, if you've already read this one, then go on to his second book, Cashflow Quadrant. I love the second one might even be better than the first. I don't know. That's probably tough. The first one has a lot, probably to me, is more of an engaging story. But the second book, Cashflow Quadrant, really helps you understand how money flows into um, and through our economy. I love that book. So read one of those two books over the next 21 days. And number eight, follow for daily motivation. Follow me for daily motivation. There's two ways you can do it. I post every morning, um, somewhere around eight o'clock on LinkedIn. You don't have a LinkedIn account or not on it. Just create one every single morning. I'm in a 365-day posting challenge. So I'm going to post every single morning some type of financial education, financial inspiration, maybe a new way of looking at finances that you know you hadn't thought of before. The other way is on Instagram. I do post every day in some capacity, whether it be on my story, on my reel, or on just a regular feed push. But you're going to get something from me on that platform indestructible wealth that's going to help you with your financial education and just getting better. That's the eight steps. If you guys take the 21 day challenge and you complete it, you've got to go through, you've got to document all eight steps. Okay. But when you complete it, I want you to share with me what happened. So you'll uh, do a little one paragraph write up. And then I'm going to send you, give you a free gift. I'm not going to tell you what the gift is, but I'm telling you, it's going to be really freaking incredible. So I'm going to probably give you a choice between uh, three options. So you guys will get to choose three different things that'll help you give you some like insider information, insider knowledge. That's going to help you make a move on the needle, moving the needle on your net worth. Okay. So take the challenge, document it. Tell me, do a little like quick three or four sentence write-up of what you learned. It would be awesome if you took the 21-day challenge, posted it like in your story, like on Instagram or Facebook, and then tag my site, my page. That'll definitely, I think that's the best way to go. But nonetheless, even if you just email me, hey, I took the 21-day challenge. Here's what happened. Here was the result. Here's what I learned. Then uh, you're going to get a free gift regardless. So, all right, here we go. Let's create some indestructible wealth, better financial habits in the next 21 days. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.